1600 KIVA and ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. That is the uh, musical stylings of 1955. Perez Prado, Cherry Pink, and the Apple Blossom White. There it is. Uh, Jim didn't know what he was listening to when he came out. In fact, Jim didn't even know he was supposed to be here today, but he's here nonetheless. Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah it just, they just woke me up. I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Uh, whatever it is, this yeah, is- no, it, it's uh, I got the wake up call when you first started that with the first blaring Wait. notes of the trump. I was like, okay, took I'm the straight, awake. took yes. the straight jacket off and ah, come down to the ah, come down and then, uh, to come down to the studio, yeah. come down and enjoy some uh, well, uh, one hell of a bottle of wine and uh, charcuterie board to wrap the week, and that of, of course is the voice of Kevin Petrusnik. He's with Southern Glacier Wine and Spirits, and, uh, of course, we have Jim Hammond, the master one sommelier uh, here in studio. Gentlemen, good afternoon, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, Great. it could be that at least. So, and it, we're going to call this unscripted, by the way. Well, actually, we're going to script some of it because the script is still in my head, even though it's not on, <laughs> printed <laughs> yeah. out right now. It's it's still there. I could probably spit out the whole thing, but I'll just try to take it calmly. What we're going to do is talk about hearty wines. For the holidays that's that was the title and uh so and i thought that this would be an appropriate time of year for it anyway in fact uh it's it actually started when uh, i was pairing wine to go with uh, a soup we put together right after thanksgiving and so we had this you know with a lot of root vegetables and stuff a really hearty soup and you I, say hearty put wines i say party wines okay yeah uh, see you've been misconstruing it from the beginning well okay anyway We'll party with Hardy, okay? Yes. Uh, wh- whatever it takes. Or party but Or party Hardy. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> now, if we have you totally confused, uh, so so the as I said, so I was looking for a wine to go with it, and, and of course, I had a really nice one that did. It was a Right Bank uh, Bordeaux wine. And uh, then I thought, well, you know, if, if you go to most stores, Total Wine being one, and all the other stores that Kevin will mention uh, <laughs> be, besides Total Wine... <laughs> Uh, you'll see that a lot of times they categorize things, you know, like these, these are, are fruity wines. These are, I don't know if they use the term hearty at all, but it's a pretty common term used out there. I haven't seen it on a description on a cat, on a section or a category in a store. Yeah. But, but that doesn't mean that it couldn't be one that they, they could put there. But anyway, it's, it's a term we're usually familiar with. So, uh, but everyone has a different definition. It depends on who you talk to. So, Let's establish some definitions for a hearty wine first. First of all, it just about has to be a red wine. Um, and uh, if you have found a hearty white wine, um, then you can call in and tell, tell us all about it. But most we assume we're going to be that. Uh, some people consider them to be high alcohol. I say anything over 13% up to about 16 is going to be just fine in, in the category. But the other element is tannins. So we normally expect a more tannic wine to go with it. That's part of the, the idea of, of hearty. Along with that, if we're talking about pairing these with food, we should realize that if it's going to be food friendly, we don't want it too high in alcohol. Uh, the heat from the alcohol that's as well integrated is going to work against it. And it may be a little too hearty for some types of food. And of course, you do want good acidity. Uh, one of the things about Knights Valley cabs that we have here, which is our example, is a really good one. Um, is that they do maintain a good uh, crisp acidity to go along with the wonderful flavors. This one's 14 and a half, which is right in the middle, I think, where you won't want to be for a cab. And, of course, cabs are, are one of the things most people would probably think about. Uh, so if you're thinking about it, red wine grapes, uh, some that normally aren't going to be in, heart, in a hearty wine would be Pinot Noir, Gamay, um, Malbec, believe it or not, is actually very, very really? low in tannins, oh. yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, there was a couple others. But anyway, the medium tannins are going to be the Zinfandel and, and Merlot will fit in that. In the in the heavily tannic ones, of course, you're going to have Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, Tanat. Uh, I don't know if you carry any Tanat wines. It's, I'm sure we do, yeah. but I don't I don't know any offhand. But can I guess that, that also Cabernet Franc would be in that? In that heavy tannin? Actually, Cabernet Franc is medium. Is it medium? Okay. Yeah. yeah that right. was one of the things that... Huh. that That's surprising. Uh, that, yeah. I was just taking a guess. Well, but it, it, was, it, a, was, it was a guess. Yeah. But it's, it, it's a medium tannin one. Uh, <laughs> Sangiovese would be medium tannin. Oh, yeah. But Petit Verdot uh, is, is definitely going to be more tannic. Uh, so, well, see, Sangiovese, medium, huh? Yeah. All those big Chiantis? Wow. 
I there's other things that go into Keanu besides right. the Sangiovese. Yeah, but I, you know, I always just you know because because it's a predominant grape in that wine, my head always goes to oh, you know, Sangiovese must be a very tannic grape, yep. right? Yep. Well, a lot of people just think any Italian red wine is hearty. <laughs> That's so, true. Too. So yeah, and some of it is the Italian finish, and some of it just. Depends. And I know we were focusing on trying to get something from California today, but I was my brain. I do. I was thinking Italian. The, my first thought was oh, yeah. to go to Italy mm-hmm. for a hearty wine that was going to be, you know, big and stand up to a to a heavy stew or a yeah beef and, dish. And, and well, yeah, there are plenty of those too. So anyway, so the one we do have is the Knights Valley Reserve, 2018. This is the Knights Valley. Uh, the first one of these I had, and this was what when when Kevin mentioned, I said, "Oh boy." Is uh, of course we've gone, you know, both Kevin and I independently have gone to the Behringer, uh, right in I think it's just past St Helena. Yeah, uh, and it's a huge facility. It's probably not more than a mile down the road from yeah. downtown St Helena. Yeah, it's like really close. It's almost walkable. Yeah, it it, it actually is un- until you've had too much tasting, and <laughs> then it becomes unwalkable. unwalkable. But anyway, and and the Rhine House is is the area that. Uh, a lot of people go to it's it's beautiful the stained glass there is amazing uh so i went there with, with my brother richard he's my youngest brother and he was in town so his big brother was gonna show him some good places to go so we went we didn't do the downstairs free tasting we went upstairs we wanted to do the serious stuff that's where we were too yeah and that's the night's valley and after after we did a couple of tastings i i said uh, so rich i'm for at least a a glass of wine. What about you? Yes. So we had each had a glass of wine. We both smiled at each other while we were sipping it. It was a great memory. So when when you said Nice Valley, I said, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you hear the name Behringer, it really, it conjures up uh, images of a grocery store, bottom shelf type, low end, under, under, you know, $8 wine. Really? Right. That's the first, because... Well, I mean, there's there's Behringer, Maine, and Vine, right? You're talking about the mass-produced wine that really, um, you know, dominates the grocery store. And so when people hear the name Behringer, that's most people, most non-wine connoisseurs will think, oh, this is, this is Behringer's not a good wine, right? Because they do have value wines in play. Yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, there it's good to know that, like, even with the name, the history of Behringer is so... Is so rooted in in that in that northern california in napa i mean they're 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 one of the mainstays of of napa oh yeah absolutely 145 years of winemaking and uh, let me say one other thing on top of that you know the other night you had a fabulous spread there jim over at your home where many people brought many wines yep and i think it's just kind of like a little fun thing when you have a bottle that this that is this great and then you say it has behringer in front you could I, a guy like me might say oh that's a behringer Right, and I think immediately, like you just don't understand the depth. And you guys are talking about two different wine experiences that you're actually there enjoying it oh, yeah. in the place. It's completely something different. Oh yeah, well yeah, it's uh, if you just say Beringer, that doesn't really generate a lot. If you say Beringer Knights Valley, correct? They basically defined the the uh, AVA nineteen eighty three is when it was formed. That it was pretty much their influence. Uh, so so yeah, they've been used for a long time. So Mark Beringer is a current winemaker there. Um, and, uh, I don't have any of my tasting notes of this other, what we might read off the, be- the bottom of the, of the thing, but it was, uh, aged, I think 18 months in Oak. Um, and, uh, actually it was, um, the, uh, French Nevers was part of the Oak that they use. It's amazing. You're doing this from memory. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah. yeah he's a, he's a, he's a, there's a, there's a, um, what do you call it? An audio exam today. He's getting the exam. Right, exactly. Yeah, of course. If you back ask to my your wife, sommelier she, days, yeah. master sommelier class. If you ask my wife, she'll say, the only thing you remember is wine. You don't remember our days. You don't remember. Blah, 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 blah. I said, well, you know, sometimes that's true, but um, <laughs> <coughs> there you go. Wasn't there something about the Rhine House and, um, and there was another building next to it, the house next to it. I think and, it w- and and they they actually moved the whole house. That's what I was trying. That's what yeah. I was trying to remember. I was remembering yeah, yeah. the story that they moved the house that did they move the house that's current? No, they moved the house that's next to it. Yeah, that that was that's the, to the right the of it. Residence and they it was the original residence, and they moved it out of the way to build this magnificent chateau. Yep, it's just stunning with the with the gables and the and the. Yeah. Oh, they, it's beautiful. They, they, they probably used shipbuilding equipment for it. 
because uh, a lot of ones uh, on the East Coast, same thing. They moved a lot of houses around, yeah. and they used the same equipment they used for big ships. So it, it it may seem a little strange, but yeah, you can you can certainly do that, and they did. And yeah, uh, we got a we got a great tour of the property. The grounds are beautiful. They're oh, stunning. Yeah. Oh yeah, very well kept. Um, the staff is amazing. I mean, the people there just they just are so happy to welcome people and have people experience the wines and be a part of of the wine drinking in Napa Valley. It's 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 just very welcoming. Oh, know? it absolutely is. You, you just actually don't want to leave. You just uh, let me just. Actually, we didn't want to leave. Uh, it's like a little mini Disneyland. You know, it's kind of what for wine. That's what I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, so that's uh, so obviously cab would be pretty close to the the top of the line for these. And uh, so if it's California, where the cabs come from? Well, just about everywhere. It uh, is the uh, the most planted red wine grape in California. It was act actually. Uh, in the 1990s, it was Merlot was the was the most planted, and then of course we had this thing called Sideways came up, and eventually the new plantings end up being Cabernet Sauvignon. It may not be Sideways exactly, but we we do know the the way they trounced Merlot. It was making it seem like less of a less of a cash cow than it used to be. So, in, in any case. Uh, Merlot is number two. Merlot is number one in France, though. It is the number one red uh, by a significant margin over Cabernet Sauvignon. Can but, I can I take us on a little tangent? Sure. For a minute, I'm going to really spin us like way off to the side. Um, speaking because uh, Cabernet got me thinking. I'm um, I have a very unique and interesting bottle of Cabernet that I'm going to be trying this weekend. Um, and I was just looking up to make sure I didn't have it with me, but it's by Bodegas uh, Henri Lerton. And it's out of Baja, Mexico. Oh, They're that doing should some, be interesting I to try. Yeah, I'm here. I can't wait to try this Cabernet out of out of Mexico, out of Baja. It's well, a, it, it is considered the the uh, Mexican version of Napa Valley. Yeah, uh, and it is. They both the cabs and the and the Chardonnays are extremely good there. So I'm trying. I'm I'm just yeah. excited to try it and see what it brings. But I thought you would find that interesting that we we've, we've never done wines from that region. I've tried to. Uh, We're gonna have it, to do that. It, That's kind of cool. Hard. They're hard to come by. I have I, some. I I think they they, they probably uh, uh, recognize how good it is, and they don't want to <laughs> go to those foreigners anywhere. Let's just keep it here. Uh, but yeah, I've done a lot of wine tastings in, in that whole area, and uh, and if in fact a lot of the grapes are being sourced by some of the. Uh, more s- southern wineries in California too. Yeah, we were we brought some of these wines in because um, uh, the winemaker is friends with um, the GM who was up at uh, uh, the Anasazi. Okay. So oh, yeah. we were able to get some of those wines here in New Mexico because he's like, I want these wines in my property, and so you know how that goes. Oh yeah. Right when the GM's friend with the winemaker, then they have a conversation, and then it comes through us, and then the wines then magically appear. Yeah. Funny how that works. Yeah. Well, I remember when I checked out some of the uh, their websites, I didn't have many. Uh, it was only in Spanish anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they obviously were not specifically looking for that. Maybe it's still, they're, they're still an evolving industry and they just wanted to get it right. I well, so I, I appreciate you letting me go on that little sidebar. We went on a little side journey. So, but now we can, a little detour, we can come back onto the main road. We, we could be detouring all over the place. <laughs> as detour, far as that goes. detour every day. But this uh, caricature is really quite amazing. Uh, so... It has got about everything in it you could possibly want. Uh, in fact, this is what you would call a feast just to have with yeah, the we're gonna, wine. Yeah, we're going to do our first plug for these people. These are fantastic. This is Fancy's Bakery and General Store. So it's available online at www.fancyskitchen.com. So check it out. Uh, great. I was looking at the website. All these amazing desserts and charcuteries and things you can order uh, locally owned and operated. Right. And they're starting to look for retail space, so it's it's starting out as an online store, but it's going to end up in a, in a brick and mortar. So yeah. it's going to be great. And, and that's uh, the the very lovely Erin Williams who came and dropped this off for us, and oh. uh, so she's going to be our our neighbor because she's just down the road in on Corrales Road from one of my properties. So we may actually be setting a link uh, because we, we we have a you know kind of an Airbnb there. Multifamily. Oh, there you go. So I, I think that would be a good link. So I'll, I'll make sure I've got some information from her on that, that we can just leave there for our next guests that uh, that arrive. One of the things that I did is I uh, took a picture, a shot. I think you can uh, see it of the charcuterie board that was put together, and it's 
unbelievable. Just absolutely astonishing in terms of what the quality, the meats, the cheeses, the nuts, and the you know everything from the goat cheese that's there. A great blue cheese, and I know that she probably went into great detail with you, but the hams. Um, everything here is like sourced and 100% organic. The other thing that is really amazing about Erin uh, is this isn't her first uh, rodeo. She has exquisite tastes, and she uh, will likely, uh, with her storefront, I think, be serving a community which many people are like, hey, can I assemble? Can I put something like this together? Grab a bottle of wine, grab a charcuterie board, and you have instant luxury uh, and a gathering for up to four to six. That's the charcuterie board that we have here. There's the prosciutto's uh, that are there. You've got a, a br- no, almost a brie. I'm not sure exactly what that one uh, is. Yeah, it, it, it's a French. She didn't specifically say brie. Well, French age cheese, okay. So yep. anyway, this is uh, great, and she is located in uh, Corrales, but she is also a home designer. Uh, she has uh, designed uh, award-winning luxury homes for a um, you know a higher uh, income uh, if you will, a clientele, you know, yeah, no, really. I mean, they're really amazing, very modern. You got to go, go to her website at erinwilliams.com. That's E R I N Williams.com. So she is a custom home designer, uh, and, uh, has quite the pedigree, uh, cause she has worked among some of the most notable, uh, designers across the country by, uh, I think she got her education in uh, Pasadena at a design school there, which is one of the foremost that's there. So she's very, very, uh, interesting, a person with great taste, and I got to tell you, uh, just an eye for uh, improving your life uh, instantaneously by grabbing one of these charcuterie boards. I have mine right on here, and you can follow me on Instagram at Rock of Talk if you want to see what that charcuterie board uh, looks like. And again, the the place is Fancies, and the website is fancieskitchen.com. F A N C I E S kitchen.com. Fancieskitchen.com. Or you can dial direct 505-596-1960. They are a brand new sponsor of Jim's Spirits of New Mexico radio show, now in its seventh year. And uh, it's the Bakery and General Store. I love her title. Merchandise and Provisions. That's exactly what this. These are wine provisions mm-hmm. for any great bottle of wine. Uh, don't leave your wine lacking uh, by getting subpar. It's sort of like the tonics that we had with the gin and tonics the other oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the other day. I mean, you can't go with a bad tonic because you just won't get what you want out of the gin, Jim. Uh, well, no, you won't. And, uh, yeah, in, in, in fact, that, that was Fever Tree, uh, which is one of the ones that you have that, that you have as well, right? Hey, did you guys do this while I wasn't here? We didn't uh, no. It, it, oh, your house. house. Oh, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you're talking about this. I'm going, wait a minute. I don't remember this. I mean, Nope. I know we have a couple of glasses well, of you wine were now invited. and then, but I don't remember it. You were invited. It. You just didn't show up, you know. What can I say? But anyway. Uh, I wouldn't want to come to any party that would have me as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. The mix, okay, the, WC. Yeah, the mixers uh-huh. are most important when it comes to a copy. Your spirits are quite high quality. The mixers should be just as good. Yeah. yeah. And what is the deal with all, you know, this is one thing that Eddie and I talk about. What is the deal with uh, when you get a tonic, just a rigor one, it's almost all diet. It, it, yeah. It, it, I go to any shelf there. If there's anyone missing, it's the it's the it's the one without any of that bad stuff in it. And I don't understand why they they aren't seeing that and saying, "Gee, maybe we should get more of the non diet because that's the only thing that goes flying off the shelf." Well, yeah, it's it's really you know, uh, people are starting to wake up to mixers. I know now we're on our new tangent, but it, it goes to high quality meats, high quality cheeses, and if you're going to have cocktails, you have to mix it with high quality mixer. Because all you're doing is devaluing the spirit that you put in it. Oh, absolutely. You, know, you, might, you might as well not have put a quality spirit in your drink. So we, we push that all the time. Uh, beverage programs where they're using uh, single serve fever tree bottles. I hope you – did you use single serve or did you do the 500 milliliter, the big ones? The, the, these are the single serve. Single serves, yeah. yeah. You know, um, one of my favorite mixers is we have a Trace Agaves organic a margarita mix. Absolutely can't keep it in stock. It sells yeah. so well, it, and and everybody you know everybody's into organic now anyway. But it's it's really it's fresh. Um, it it will spoil in about a week, week and a half. Hmm. You know, ten days. I mean, that's that's the sign of a quality product that it will spoil. You know, you want it. You don't want artificial ingredients in there. And now um, coming, this is a little sneak preview, but some new item coming in twenty twenty two 
they're going to take that one liter bottle of margarita mix organic and they're going to do it into eight ounce single serve bottles, right? Because if you open that one liter and you don't go through it, well, maybe that's why sales were so good because people were, some people, <laughs> you have to, sometimes you got to dump out the rest because it's spoiled. Yeah. But no, to make it more convenient for people, single serve, eight ounce, that, that's the way things are going now. You know, easy to, easy to make, um, quality ingredients. We're coming into a very particular time of year where, you know, it's a, well, a wellness feature always seems to happen around this time of year. You know, I hate the term dry January. Um, I like the term that one of our suppliers coined, winter wellness. I like okay. that. I like that a little bit better than dry January. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, dry January implies nobody's buying anything. So we, we, want, we want sales. And they aren't drinking anything. That's even worse. I think the other thing, too, I think we can make a point of clarification with uh, high-quality wine, high-quality mixtures, high-quality food uh, that you're getting. Spend a little bit more, consume a little bit less. I think people need to realize, like, when you're sharing wine, you're not just drinking wine to drink wine. You want to know what you're drinking, where it comes from, the story behind it. Dim, this is what you provide with the backdrop. Uh, so many times with spirits, you know, people can camp spirits for 10, 15, 20 years. You're investing in that stuff uh, rather than just kind of uh, plowing through it, uh, uh, so to speak. And sorry for the word plow, but winter wellness, there you go. I mean, take your time. Babysit that thing through a few seasons at least. <laughs> and it's, you know, the low-calorie thing. You know, low-calorie, a little bit. You know, that's a real big trend in wine, right? We, I, we, should, I, yeah. we talked about that a couple weeks ago. We should do a show on there's, there's a lot of high-quality, low-calorie wines now. Right. You know, right. Not, not no alcohol, just low-calorie and they and they tend to be lower alcohol, but that that yeah. they've really stepped up their game. Um, you know, names like Kim Crawford are, are getting involved in that. Um, even the Trincaro family is is has led the way in low calorie no ca they lead they lead the way in no calorie wine. Right, free F R E is a zero is a zero alcohol wine that oh. they sell. But they but they're now they have mind and body and I don't understand that if it looks like a, a wine <laughs> smells like a wine it better it better have alcohol in it okay <laughs> well and that's it's just that's, me but that's not for everyone you know no, just like no, there's no alcohol beer what's the point of that no. right yeah. so there so uh, there is a, there's a market out there for it is well, that, yeah. that's really yeah. the point is that you know well if if there was we are, they, they wouldn't build it would they but we are not participating in that today. That is no, not no, where no. we are today. No, we're not. Talking <laughs> we about are. Them. We are in the heavy alcohol, heavy calorie. <laughs> we're we all about celebrating the end of the week. and yeah, and yeah. the holidays. We're right in the th in the mix. Oh, absolutely! Of the holiday season, and the most wonderful time of the year. The most wonderful time of the year, and it's still Hanukkah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. We are on the seventh night of Hanukkah. L'chaim to life. Yes. To life. Oh, you say L'chaim, L'chaim, right? It should be so nice. You say it twice. The only time I've ever, um, when it comes to uh, uh, saying that word L'chaim, every single time, unfortunately, uh, wedding crashers has wound, ruined it forever. And so, yeah, the whole entire thing is uh, uh, kind of lost. You're listening to Spirits of New Mexico right here in the Kiva. Excuse me. AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com with one and only Jim Hammond, who's going off script here as he uh, serves me a little bit more of this uh, wonderful wine. And you're going to be able to start to actually see all the things that we do uh, via my Instagram, the Shots Inside Studio, who's here, what we're doing, everything at Rock of Talk on Instagram. It's nice for you to get a visual. Wait, does this mean I have to join Instagram now? Because I'm not on Instagram yet. I know. Should I? I? My daughter keeps telling me I should. Probably. Eddie, Eddie's shaking his head. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, I'm not looking right. at you, Jim. You are, <laughs> you're the you're the opposite of technical advancement at this point, right? Well, yeah, as far as and it's by choice. Go, it's yeah. by choice. Yeah. I, I know it's by choice. You could you could be on a smartphone if you wanted to. You know. Yeah, you, I, could, I, I could. Yeah, you prefer you prefer your the, the your your mode of. Communication. I like my big desktop system is what I like. That's where I want to be with a full-size keyboard. You know, <laughs> I finally figured out how to type properly. Don't give me one of those little stupid phones. You know, that, that my, my thumb covers all of the numbers. Why do I want to use that? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's just me. I understand. Right. But so know. where, so where were we? Instagram is available on desktop. Okay. Well, we're going to get, I'm going to yeah, get Instagram. Yeah. We're going to get this going. 
Oh, Where, no, I, I, I get all those links. I, I mean, you know, but it's, it's not while I'm driving my car. It's while I'm sitting at home, relaxing, looking at the sandias. Ah, okay. So with, with a glass of wine. With a glass of wine. Of course. Absolutely. Well, if you're going to talk about wine and write about wine, you might as well be drinking wine. That's hey. what I say. But Amen. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so I'm just trying to think. The, the other one we were going to cover, um, and I'll, I'll mention because, you know, uh, Zinfandel is another one. That's another classic one for the holidays. Uh, so, some people would even put it ahead of Cabernet Sauvignon. Is that what you were going to bring, is Zinfandel? Uh, if, yeah. if we hadn't called an audible on you? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, the Soban wine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm actually going through the whole list of them. We, we've done the Reserve. Uh, yeah. we, we, we've done the Fiddletown. Uh, we've done the... Um, Two, two or three. Oh, the Cougar Hill. So th- this one was the Rocky Top. Okay. And uh, another re- really good one. It's it's a uh, rated ninety percent, fourteen and a half percent alcohol again. Yeah. So it, it would have been a nice compliment to this. Uh, and of course, it comes from Emmerdor County. And have you ever toured in there at all? I think we talked about. Oh that. yeah. Yeah. I've, you, been, you, I've been to I've been to Amador. Oh, yeah. It is it is oh, one of my that. most amazing. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a couple of them right there. So we had the the, the Rombauer. That was another possible choice. I love that and we always have a history of where we've been. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. The better places we've been. And yeah, the Frank family wineries from Napa they do wonderful Zinfandel. Oh, you want to hear a little interesting update on Frank family? Yes. Treasury Wine bought them. Oh, really? Two weeks ago. Uh, okay. Well, oh. it's it's the same company that owns Barringer Knights Valley. Yeah, I've I've realized that, but that's okay. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna you know if they shepherd the Frank family vineyard the way they've shepherd the high end Beringer wines and some of their other high end wines, then I think they're they're in good hand. They're luxury, you know. Baron, the Treasury also sells Penfolds, which we don't oh, yeah. we don't which we yeah. don't represent here in New Mexico, but um, they do have a, a pretty substantial luxury portfolio. Yeah, well, yeah, the Frank family when we went there, which is a really cool place to go. They're known for their Chardonnay, really. Though I know that they're known for everything that they do. I mean, they're, but really, they're, the Chardonnay. They're, they're, they're I think the Chardonnay um, is rises to the top of yeah, their yeah. sales from a sales perspective. On the sales perspective, yeah, no. Chardonnay. Well, I'm from a taste standpoint. Yeah, I'm well, about, I'm, yeah. everything they do is great, but their Chardonnay is what outsells yeah. everything. And I don't know if they still do. Uh, at, at when I was there, uh, they didn't charge for tasting. I found out why after we left because we had about a case and a half of their wine. Oh, it's then, like, oh yeah, you don't need to charge for tasting. Because yeah, th- th- those are th- that's a really good one. Frank family in Napa, uh, Raymond Vineyards is another excellent one. But they're part of the Wassa family, uh, so that's the what the what Wassa the Wassa Wassa excuse me the Wassa the Wassa B O I S S E T oh yeah 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 which is another group of a consortium about about four French chateau and about six or seven. So Buena Vista and Raymond Vineyards are part of them. And then JCB uh, Tasting Room, that's uh, Jean-Claude Boisset, uh, mm-hmm. who's been the motivator there. Yeah, we do all the Raymond wines, too. Yeah. Which is well, fantastic. That, that, that was when I got to try the difference between different Napa cabs. Because mm-hmm. they, they, um, they had one from Rutherford, which is one of the classic areas. They had one from St. Helena. Uh, and they had one from um, a little f- f- further north of that. And all three of them tasted differently. I mean, they're all wonderful cabs. But, and those are the valley cabs. Now, you get a totally different thing if you do the mountain ones. Right. Uh, Spring Mountain, Mountain. Howell Mountain. Mountain. Uh, those are usually more expensive, too. Yeah. Uh, more textured, more, more layered. Um, really wonderful wines. And then the other place, Coombsville, at, at the lower end. Have you ever checked that area out? No, I don't think I have. Okay, that's one to check out. Coombsville is right at the... Low end of the, the foot of the valley, mm-hmm. okay, just as you're coming in. It's on a bench, elevated area. So, uh, again, it's got some elevation. And uh, uh, a lot of the people in, in other parts of Napa were buying their fruit. But in I guess when we toured there about uh, 10 years ago, uh, their own uh, cabs and, and zins and everything else were becoming very well, well known. So that's uh, if you see any Coombsville cabs, and you want to try something a little different but extremely good, that's another one to try. So, And that's just all in the Napa Valley. But, of course, that's big freaking valley too, right? There's a whole world out there besides Napa Valley. 
Although when you say the word Cabernet in California, that's where everybody goes mm-hmm. in their brain. Napa cab. Nap, yep. Big Napa cab. Yep. It, it, it's, it's like the two words are always interchangeably linked. Yep. And that's that's okay. But Sonoma has a lot of great areas as well. In fact, this one is from Knights Valley, which is in Sonoma. Okay. So Alexander Valley is well known for their their, their uh, cabs and their zins. Um, and, and, and that's a... Uh, one of the warmer areas, it, it does get some moderating influence from the Russian river coming past it. And I've done a lot of tasting in there, uh, that that's where Sinzin came from. Um, which is the, that, that is, was the, the first interestingly named Zinfandel wine, everything else, which has Zinfandel before. And then, uh, they came out with Sinzin and they had a wonderful label for it. Um, that, uh, they had to get past the TTB, of course because they thought it was a little suggestive. And I thought, well, you mean besides sins in that's a little suggestive? Well, you know, they, they finally accepted it. And of course, now you got everything and you know, you got the all different kind of, uh, zins with different names associated with them, the seven deadly zins. And then you have um, Michael David winery. Then you got all of the ones that they came out with lust gluttony and all the rest of those. We did a whole show on that. We, we did. Yeah. I, I think I'd be a little hesitant to just pull up wine. How, how about some gluttony? You know, I, I think, you know, lust, I, I think would work a little bit better than that. But again, that's just what I, I was would just think. looking to see what the prices are on these, on this, uh, Behringer Knights Valley. Uh, this, the reserve is not an inexpensive proposition. No, it's, it's $70, yeah. but it's now it's sold out at the, at the warranty, but you can get it at different places from 42 to $50. So they, they've actually discounted it, uh, on, online. So, if you if you like this one, but we don't uh, shop for wine online in New Mexico because we want to support local. Well, we want to make true. sure people buy their wines here but in the state. If, if, if they <laughs> if we've told them how wonderful this wine is and they're really pining <laughs> for this wine, are we going to shut them off and say no? You can't get it now. Yes, we are. That Jim. would just be wrong. No, yes, we are. <laughs> We're gonna we are. We're gonna have people buy local because you're contributing to the local economy. You're also helping a local business. You're helping the state. You're helping. You're helping yourself. By buying wines from out of state, whatever state you buy it from, all you did was help them. So, yep. you know, you got to think about it a bigger picture. That's it's it's not always about the price. Yeah. It's worth a few dollars more sometimes to buy it, buy it local. Do you ever notice how tall he is when he gets on his pedestal? But I do like the <laughs> idea about recirculating ninety cents out of every dollar that's spent here locally. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. So that's the one thing that we want to do. And let's not forget. I mean, we had an absolutely fantastic uh, show when it came to the. Uh, your friend from, um, was it Viva Vino, uh, who came in? Right. Mr. Um, Chris Joble. Joble, which was amazing. And we didn't realize that there were 4 million bottles that were being produced or exported or the juice was being shipped and rebranded someplace else mm-hmm. um, from Rue and, you know, from all the things that Laurent is doing. And that's amazing. That's supporting local. And, you know, when you go to Coco Man's and, all the other places that, uh, you know, Kevin constantly mentions, you know, it's keeping those stores alive. Because one of the things that we've seen, unfortunately, and not to get political, but we've had 40% of the local businesses uh, shut down. So just adding a little weight or gravity to all the whole situation is we've got to keep these local suppliers alive. And if you go to Las Casas Sena, it's one of the best places, you know, the winery that's right outside there. Grab a fabulous meal, spend the money there locally, Patronize a chef, but walk out with a bottle right there on their uh, their wine cellar that they have and, uh, and, right outside. And, and check out the singing waiters at La Casa Sena. Yeah, we when we first got there, uh, we had some friends living in in Santa Fe, and and they introduced us to La Casa Sena the first, when we first came here. Um, and we have been in love with the place ever since. I hear great things. I haven't had a meal there yet. I'm overdue for well, sure. They, oh, they they they, but, they do a fabulous thing, and they have an outstanding wine cellar too. Oh but, boy. Thank you to Eddie for for keeping the the flame on local businesses and supporting local. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm not against people getting what they want, um, but if you can get the same product here in the state, that's different, right? If the wine you want is available here inside New Mexico, please purchase it locally. That would that would be my only ask. Well, right? in that case, maybe that's next fair, week, right? we'll, we'll, the show we'll do will be on New Mexico wines because we have a lot of great ones. Uh, in state. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah, not just talking about New Mexican wines, but just any yeah. like you know this this Behringer Knights Valley, right? You can buy it here locally, right? Or right. you could choose to buy it from another state online at a, and try to save some money doing that. 
I would say buy it locally. Yeah, because you help you help the local business. Well, no, I I was only suggesting it if it's not because it wasn't available at the at so, you know if you can find it here. Actually, if it is available here, you would probably know. Mm-hmm. You would be. Oh, the it guy. is. It is available here. Uh, well, uh, I mean, there's two. Like we're drinking the Reserve. Right. But there's also just the regular Behringer Knights Valley Cabernet, which is also fantastic. So yep. you don't have to necessarily go up to the Reserve, and and the price on that is about half. You're really yeah. talking now. You're talking about a thirty to thirty-five dollar bottle of Cabernet, which is yeah. still fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't actually typically done the reserve just the regular Nice Valley because as yeah. you say, it's really good. Yeah. We went at we. Yeah. Well, Jim, for you, nothing but the best. I stepped up to the reserve I on know. this one. You know. And I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't cheap out for you, Jim. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, you can get the regular Nice, and the Nice Valley is available widely available here in yeah. New Mexico. You'll well, yeah, find it I, I, in just about all your favorite stores, in Cocoa Man, in Susan's, and The Cellar, and mm-hmm. Kelly's, and Quarters, and Bird of Paradise, and Zia Liquors up in Farmington, and, and Fens and Farmers down in Roswell, and Carlsbad. I mean, there there's local places all over the state. Support all of them. We we're, we want to make sure everybody, uh, Dare Market up in Red River. I've never mentioned them. Oh, what really? a fantastic place. I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's got to be a store up in Angel Fire. I know you're, no store up in, just to go, no. It's Lowe's. Okay. Still support Lowe's. They're local. They're local too. Love it. Yeah. But they're, but they're local. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love them. Uh, we do, we should do a lot of work with Lowe's. So let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's get out there and support local. Okay. You sold me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep singing. I'm going to get on my soapbox every time I can, because this is a, this is a, you know, we got to help the businesses stay alive. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, all of them. And the restaurants, too. Get out there in the restaurants. Now's the time, right? Think about how great of a season it is to be out dining in the restaurants. Oh, Yeah, and there's tons of them everywhere that you should be be trying. Um, The the, uh, Village of Corrales has a couple of really nice Oh, yeah. I love going to the – I love Don and Gina over at the Indigo Crow. Yeah. Fantastic food. Always a great wine selection at the Crow. Yeah, we – been friends with them i think since we since we moved the corrales in 99 uh so that's one of our that is what absolutely one of our go-to places so, so sometimes go in the main room you've got a nice fireplace there the they patio also, is fantastic you know, the, yeah the that is an awesome, awesome area that's one of my favorite places to go in fact that's one i typically recommend to people um and uh so yeah that's that is 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 one uh that's that's what if you want that typical traditional new mexico experience but you don't want new mexican food Right, that's what I think of. That's the place I go. Right, New, you know, if yep. if you want New Mexican food, New Mexican experience, it's a, it's it's uh, El Pinto for sure. Right, because that's yep. just you can't beat that ambiance down there. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, we went there about a, a month ago. It was amazing. I I I'd forgotten because that was the first place, the first restaurant we went to was El Pinto when we first came there. And uh, going back, I said I forgot how big this place is i tell you i, I tell people huge. <laughs> so for people who are not from new mexico and and have never been here and they're from the east coast and they you know and especially some of my co-workers and people i've worked with in the industry i just tell them i said okay the best way to describe el pinto it's like the joe's stone crab of new mexico if you've ever been to joe's stone crab in miami it, it's a it's a city block big <laughs> it's like 400 500 seats it is the most massive restaurant takes up an entire city block in South Beach. Oh and, wow! And yeah, oh, it it's. I've heard of it. I never went. It is one. ridiculous. So, yeah, it's right at the first street in Collins and uh, and um, uh, Collins. Yeah, yeah, look at you, the Ocean Drive, Ocean Drive oh, between yeah. between Collins and Ocean Drive. Yeah, right ne- right next door, is Smith and Walensky's. Been down there. Oh, <laughs> so. I tell people that if you're going to El, you know, El Pinto is like Joe Stone Crab. And, they, and, it's, and if they've ever been, they're like, oh, now I get it. I'm like, yep. it, they just don't believe a restaurant like that exists in New Mexico. And when you show it to them, they're just amazed. It, the place just goes on for miles. Oh, yeah. Right? It, it just goes back into a, the you, – you're practically in the river by the time you, finish, you get to the end of the property. You're in the, you're in the Rio Grande. Yeah, it, it is just an amazing place. So it's, it's always a great place to go back to. And um, the other place that we have in Corrales, of course, is the Village Pizza. Yeah, you're always you're always touting the village pizza. That's well, for sure. I get you must get free I, pies. No, I don't get anything free, <laughs> but I do get a lot of their pies. Uh, so yeah, and a lot, a lot of times it's like, well, I'm really tired. Do you want to make up uh, dinner? No. Do you? No. Okay, village pizza. <laughs> you know my favorite hot spots. But yeah, well, well, I mean it's 
it's not a dine in, but it's a good takeout. She'll be doing, I think, she, you know, working with some breweries that don't have food mm-hmm. is going to be a great way to to get some people. You know, you can oh yeah, grab a beer and, and order a board and order a board and bring it over from where she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it. I'm not a uh, beer guy unless I actually have something new now. It's kind of a weird thing. I think that's happened. But congratulations to Boxing Bear on their 2021 IPA challenge. You know, I think uh, it's red chili and IPA here in uh, the state of New Mexico. But there's not a whole lot of people. I've, I've noticed that, and it wasn't a hazy because everyone's doing hazy now. You see that, right? And it was a West Coast IPA, which, uh, you know, it's hard to beat Stone. Because that's my, you know, kind of go-to if I ever think of an IPA. Yeah. And then, of course, we had, uh, I think, over the years when we were doing our beer show here, um, I'm trying to think of the name. of It was very high-end out of San Diego, all the Sculpin IPAs and the various other things that they had. But beer, I got to tell you, like at my age, it's just kind of, I've moved away. I'll start with a cocktail, move to a wine for the rest of the evening, and then lots of spring water to, to wash it all out. Yep. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, yeah, we, we did the, the beer in the show for a while. We actually had a number of uh, the, people, the uh, local brewers uh, doing the show, and that that was a lot of fun. Um, but my love is still going to be with wine. And are you talking about my some of my hot spots, favorite places I like to go is uh, you know because I'm up and I'm not down in Corrales like you, but I'm always finding myself at Savoy mm-hmm. up in the Heights. You know, seeing uh, Eric Noggles up there, they're doing some cool creative cocktail stuff. They're barrel aging their own cocktails. They'll take a ten a ten um, liter barrel, small barrel, and they'll put a neutral spirit in it and season the barrel, maybe with some vermouth or some uh, Campari. Season the barrel, and then they'll put a, a foolproof spirit in there and let it age for six or seven or eight months. And and doing their own barrel aged cocktails coming yep. out of there. You'll have like a barrel aged Negroni, which is like fantastic, or or barrel aged Manhattan. With lo- be with, interesting, yeah. Yeah, they're doing some great stuff. And then next door, right right next door, you've got Farina Alto, the the uptown version of the – talk about some great Italian food and pizza and a fantastic back bar. I'm always looking for places that have cool bottles on the bar. I know you you, you scour the wine list. I'm always scouring the back bar. I'm trying to find the – I'm trying to find the the hidden bottles that, that nobody knows about, <laughs> the, the – you know, the, the pull the bottles down that, that haven't been touched in a while and talk about them. Get them off the back bar. You know, I had a, I was up at Farina and I peeked up on the back bar and I saw a lock, stock, and barrel 20 year old rye up there. Just a fantastic bottle of rye based out of, of all places, out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. But there, but it, it is a 20 year aged rye, which is really hard to come by. It is. And That's it so, and it had all that taste and texture and all that depth, um, you know, uh, of of you can taste the you can taste the twenty years in the glass. That's how a good it was. A rye that's hard to come by. Yeah, so, <laughs> but that's where I find I find myself in those places, little hidden gems. Even even smaller places too, like a like um, El Patron North, which used to be a Waterburger. They took over that Waterburger on Wyoming and Paseo, and they turned it into a little mini El Patron. Cool little bar, cool little spot. Not, you know, just one of the, like, like hidden, hidden places, places that, you know, do well, but uh, you got to support local. Got to get out there, see everybody. Oh, yeah. It's the holidays. Time to get out. One of the things I just want to say is uh, some time ago, and speaking of uh, the cocktail competitions that you were talking about, M. Tucci's for a long time, uh, was really trying to originate their own uh, cocktails and you brought them in, do they? Um, what's going on? We hear more information about M2 cheese and I'm not a promoter of them because of their politics and I'm not a fan of them because of after getting thrown out of their, their restaurant for literally no reason, just being a Trump supporter. I do want to say that it is one of the places that seems to be growing uh, here in the marketplace. Can you give us a story about what's happening? Yeah. I mean, they started with that one location right over there on Montgomery and, and um, not Montgomery, Mont- uh, Montano and, and Coors. And uh, did really well. And they actually even took over a little spot. They had a little bakery and um, a little deli, Italian deli, in the same shopping center that's grown into a, a bit of a, a distribution business. They So now they're in grocery stores and they're, and they're distributing to other restaurants. And actually, we carry, they do a line of their um, um, shrubs. They, we, did, we did shrub cocktails. So we, just, we distribute their shrubs 
to two grocery stores and liquor stores, and they sell their shrubs at retail now. So the same great cocktails you got making in-house at their restaurants, you can now make them at home by buying the bottles of shrubs. Okay. Uh, so now they got that restaurant. They opened up Moderna up in Rio Rancho, and then they opened up, they took over the, um, uh, what was it, uh, Chama River Brewing Company and opened up Matucci's um, 25 down on Pan American Freeway. And now coming up in about a month and a half, they are they took over Kelly's in Knob Hill, and so it's going to be called uh, Matucci's. I think the working name is bar is is it's going to be a Roman theme. That's what I'm un, I'm understanding. So I don't know if I should be should be talking about it yet. Okay, I know it's in the paper that they're coming, but I don't know about you know the theme and what they're planning to do. But it's definitely going to be Rome based. It's not going to be Irish based, obviously. No, no, but I'm saying you know obviously, but of particular uh, area to Rome. Not just Italian, you know, Italian, not just Northern Italian. Like it's a very specific thing. It's matter so, so much so that they were they were over there in Rome studying and getting a feel for the. They spent about three weeks over there uh, doing research for the menu. Yeah, because I I knew it because my daughter was over there. She's still over there. Um, Study, maybe, maybe it'll studying be abroad. Matucci's uh, amphitheater. <laughs> so I, jo I joked around with them. I said, hey, I said, my daughter's over there studying. I said, if you need someone to, you know, show you a local to show you around. <laughs> she was there for all of, you know, two months before they went there. But no, I, I, I'm excited to see what they could do. You know, Knob Hill needs a revival. We are at the point where um, between the beatdown of the art project and the beatdown of COVID, it is time for Knob Hill to get back on its feet. It's time for us to support Knob Hill. I can't tell you how many times I've been over there, and it just still feels like a ghost town. Well, that's too bad. It really does. I don't know yeah. if you've been up there, Eddie, at all. It's just, it's it's a there's, bit. There's a lot of restaurants there that, that we've gone to that we really enjoy, and uh, it, it, it's just a really nice area. I've got a property not too far from there anyway, so it's always an excuse to, to, to go to one of the local restaurants. I mean, Scallo is doing great. Yeah. The food is awesome. Mm -hmm. the, the owners are fantastic. They really brought Scallo back to life. Uh, to its original glory, they they bright they brightened it up. They paint it's bright, it's light. The food is great, the wine list is great, the atmosphere is good. You can't, I mean, you can't beat it. And then across the street, you got Jennifer James and Frenchish. Um, you know, another fantastic choice of a restaurant in Knob Hill. There's a lot of great reasons to go back to Knob Hill. So I encourage our listeners to get out there and and rediscover Knob Hill. I would say that that should be their slogan: rediscover Knob Hill. And How about if, that? And if it's got less traffic, that can also be appealing. I, I, I don't find it. To, yeah, well, there's no traffic because there's no people there right now, yeah, yeah, right? They just right. need to, they need to, I think a lot of the bad elements that were down there are gone. I think it needs a little bit, you know, it needs a little bit of love from, from shoppers and people spending money. And I, I think they're bringing, they're bringing back the Twinkle Light Parade. So I hear that's coming. Uh, if it hasn't happened already, I may have, maybe it's a, maybe it's going on right. I think it's going on right now. Yeah. Tonight, so uh, get down there. You're gonna miss it. It's gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was. I think it is tonight. Um, and then they're gonna do. I hope they do shop and stroll again because that's always fun. Where they close down the street, let people walk down the street. It's almost like a street fair, right? And and do do some holiday shopping. Have some have some holiday cheer. Ah, the sound <laughs> the sound of an empty bottle. There's nothing better in the world. No, that's a sad sound. <laughs> oh no, that's a no, no, no. That no, for me, that's a great sound, Jim. You know why? That means yeah, someone's well, got to buy another. You got to go buy another. I'm going to see if there's a couple of drops still in there. Oh yeah, there was a couple of drops in there. There's I, nothing better than an empty bottle for for someone in sales. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where that's. I mean, that's where I'm. I, I. Well, we have five empty bottles here, so you should be happy. I've done. I've. Uh, I've preached a lot today. I feel yes, like I appreciate yes you have. That's okay. You are but wound up and ready to go here, so that's good. A lot of pent up, pent up talk. I missed, I missed last week, so it was a lot of pent up uh, airtime to talk about. Absolutely. So maybe we can get a little bit of jazz to kind of close out the last uh, few minutes. We've got our new producer, oh, yeah. Eric's amazing, yes. and he comes from Cumulus, and um, we uh, we love him. We love having him here. Uh, he's uh, having an entirely new uh, dynamic as he continues to get indoctrinated into the Kiva. He is also a guitarist like Jim Hammond. Oh, uh, he's, he's actually a good guitarist, but <laughs> I do love my guitar. There's no question about that. It's it's uh, just a good friend to have. Sometimes the only friend I have. <laughs> oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs>
Well, there you go. We'll warm it up with a little bit of uh, jazz to close out the show. Cheers to you and yours. Thank you so much uh, for being here in the spirits of New Mexico. Uh, remember, you can follow uh, the radio station at Rock of Talk uh, on Instagram if you want to see some pictures. Uh, don't forget to download the app at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. We're going to start uh, pushing uh, more video here from this so we can start doing that in the new year, which is going to be very exciting. And, uh, you know, we're just very fortunate to have gotten through a second year of pandemic uh, here. And uh, remember, folks, I know that a lot of you are getting depressed, lonely. This isn't the time to make life decisions, ladies and gentlemen. This is the time to just enjoy where you're at. Uh, Let the music stop a little bit. Enjoy a bottle of wine. And uh, think about the good times uh, going forward. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Stay tuned. More great talk uh, right after this show.